Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Hey girl, welcome to this week's episode of The Fearless Mujer. So excited that you are here. Thank you for stopping by for another cup of virtual cafecito. Hey, however you found this podcast, I just want to say thanks for being here. If you've been looking for a place to belong, for a tribe, a sisterhood, you found it. This is it. And I want to thank each mujer who made time to stop by for Cafecito and Amigas Night. It was such a powerful time. I mean, I'm not even kidding. There is nothing better than mujeres gathering together for one purpose, and that is to affirm one another, love on each other, and to really empower each other to use their gifts and to know that there's more for their lives. So if you couldn't make it, we're going to have another one this month in a few weeks. Please follow the Fearless Mujer podcast on Instagram so that you can know when that's going to happen. And also, I will be announcing a workshop slash masterclass happening pretty soon so that um, you can be there. It's going to be a great time of really equipping you to start really thinking about what are some of those goals that you'd like to accomplish. Anyway, today I have a question for you, okay? As you know, we keep it real here. We don't sugarcoat anything. That's not my style because otherwise I can't be myself, right? I need to have the freedom to speak my truth and ask you questions that sometimes are a little bit challenging because guess what? That's how we grow, right? We grow when we're being challenged. And if we're not being challenged, we will just stay comfortable. And if you want to be an empowered mujer, I know you're empowered already. But I know that you strive to be even more empowered. So if you want to be that mujer that you think about, right? Like, who is this woman I'm going to be in the next five years? Well, hey, guess what? We have to ask hard questions that are going to challenge us to grow. So here's what I want to ask you. Do you feel like you have to be in control? Are you trying to be in control? Are you craving for control? Do you feel that the minute something goes wrong in your life or something happens unexpected, all of a sudden you kind of become like unglued, I would say. You feel out of control because things aren't going the way you had planned or hoped. And now all of a sudden you're questioning your worth. You're questioning, am I really good enough? And 
I really want to talk about this because season three is all about stepping into your authority, right? And it's it's really great, right? To be empowered and to really begin doing the things that are personally developing you. It's great to do all of those things, but when you don't get to the root of why you feel a certain way or why you're reacting a certain way, then it's going to be really hard to actually step into your authority. So this season is not just about stepping into it, but how do you step into your authority? Because the truth is that you have authority. And a lot of times when you've grown up in dysfunction, you've experienced abuse, you have experienced traumatic things, maybe not even as a child, but right as an adult. When that has happened, it is so easy to want to feel like I'm protected and I'm in control. And sometimes we don't realize that a lot of the ways that we react or a lot of, you know, the way we do things subconsciously is because we want to protect ourselves. Last week, I talked about like the walls that we build, right? We sometimes build these walls because we want to protect ourselves. And when that happens, we're really not allowing people in, right? We're really not allowing ourselves to truly be who we were because we want to protect ourselves. And so here's the question. When something happens in your life that feels like out of the ordinary, it's unexpected, maybe life throws a curveball at you, right? And you're like, well, where, where did that come from? Or things just are not going the way you had hoped that they would. Do you feel out of control internally? Do you feel like, oh my goodness, maybe I'm not good enough for that. So that's why I want to talk about this because if we believe that as long as things are the way they should be, as long as nothing unexpected happens, as long as my marriage or my relationship is good, as long as my kids are good, as long as my boss is happy, as long as this and as long as that, right? If that is what you're saying to yourself, as long as all of this is going according to my plan, if that is you, and the minute something happens, not according to your plan or your to-do list, and you feel out of control, you feel unworthy, you feel not good enough all of a sudden, then maybe it's because you're trying to control what's going on. And I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to attack you. I'm not here to pick on you because that's not me. I, I'm That's not my style. I'm not a person that's going to judge you. I'm going to be that person to be like, hey, so let's talk about this, right? Because once we start talking about things, then we can really be real with ourselves. And part of being an empowered mujer, part of stepping into your authority is that you got to be real with yourself. You got to talk truth to yourself. And that's not always pretty. That doesn't always feel good when we have to go there with ourselves. And I know that a lot of you that listen are very outspoken women. You love to speak your mind, right? You love to say what you got to say, especially if you grew up in the hood, you really want to say what you got to say. And I welcome it. I love it. I respect women like that. And so sometimes, though, we got to say what we got to say to ourselves. 
Sometimes the person we got to speak truth to is the person that's looking in the mirror at us. Are you speaking truth to yourself? Because as long as you're not challenging yourself and you're not challenging yourself to step out of your comfort zone and you're not challenging yourself to see things from a different perspective, it's going to be real hard for you to accomplish the goals and dreams that are on your heart. And I don't say this to be mean. I'm just saying this because I love you. And if you feel out of control when things aren't going the way you had hoped, guess what? It's time to really look at that and ask yourself why. Because there is a lie, the superwoman lie, that you got to look good, you got to clean your house, you got to take care of the kids, you got to take care of your man, you got to, you know, have all the money that you need, you got to do this and you got to do that, and then you're good. And as long as all of that is in place, then everything's great. But the minute that doesn't go that way, how do you feel? Because for a lot of mujeres who had to learn to figure things out on their own, that's all we know. That's all we know how to do. That's the only way we know how to function is let me figure this out, which is, hey, let me just say it's a great quality to have, to know how to be resourceful and figure things out. But while you're trying to figure things out, while you're trying to make everybody better around you, are you trying to make yourself better or are you just an autopilot going and going and going? And I say this because for so many years, I believed a lie, which I call the superwoman lie. That as long as my house is clean, smells good, my floor is mopped, my dishes are washed, my man's taken care of, my kids are fed, my kids don't have mocos coming down their nose as long as all that's going on and I look good and I smell good, if on the outside looking in, my life is good, then guess what? Everything's perfect. I'm good. I'm a superwoman. I got this. Now, I know for a lot of you, you saw very strong women in your family hold it down. They were strong, right? And for me, I saw my father. He was strong. He did it all. He went to work. He cooked. He cleaned. He was a strong man and he raised me that way. And I'm grateful for that. But at the same time, the superwoman lie is attached to self-sufficiency. That you got to have it all together. That you got to keep everything together. Because the minute something falls apart, the minute you cannot do it by yourself, there's something wrong with you. The minute your house is not clean the way that you should have it or to the standards of someone else, the minute that you, you know, your kids are going through something, the minute that your bills are piling up, suddenly you're not so great anymore. And if you are believing that lie, first of all, know that it's a lie. And second of all, that is what I call the superwoman lie. The, I need to be self-sufficient. And guess what? We're not robots. Amiga, you are not a robot. So if you have been functioning that way and you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling like you need to just hide and cry, is it because you are 
trying to be in control. And the minute things are out of control, you feel out of control inside, internally. I share this with you because, and and it honestly, if I could be honest, it kind of makes me want to cry to even think that I used to believe that lie, to even think that I lived like that, because that's what I was taught, that my value was in if I cooked, if my house was clean, if my kids were good and taken care of, if my man was taken care of, and it was such a lie. And I'm going to tell you this, oh my God, years ago when my kids were little and I had, my my son is autistic, he's high functioning. So having a child that's autistic, it comes with a lot of challenges. You have to parent different, right? But one time, because my husband used to work um, overnight, I found myself, let me backtrack, I found myself in this season of my life while I was working and going to school I think I was also selling jewelry on the side while I was doing all of this and being a mom and being a wife. um, I found myself kind of on autopilot, just going and going and going with the motions of my life in that season. I was just waiting because what was happening was that I was getting very depressed or I was depressed, I should say. And what was happening was that I was just on autopilot. I was just waiting for the kids to go to sleep so that I could cry. Because I was that overwhelmed. Because everyone thought and everyone has always said, like, you're so strong. But guess what? Even strong women, they got to have a good cry sometimes. And so I'm trying to keep it all together, right? And one day, my husband gets home and there's literally... Honey Nut Cheerios all over the floor. And I was sitting there crying because I was trying to keep it all together. I was trying to take care of everyone else, but I wasn't taking care of the most important person. And that person was me. And that's why I'm talking about this. Because I don't want you sitting on the floor, girl, with your Honey Nut Cheerios all over the floor. Okay. (laughs) Like, I'm just saying. I know what it's like to live on autopilot and just hope that my kids will go to sleep so that I could cry. And I'm not saying it because it's funny. I'm saying it because I still remember. I still remember that. And I know that pain. And I'm laughing because when you realize that you've been believing a lie and you believed it for so long, you're like, what the heck, dude? Why didn't somebody tell me that I did not have to live like this? So you don't have to be self-sufficient, okay? And I've learned this even more as an entrepreneur, as someone who has been building a coaching business, right? As someone who's a podcaster, now my kids are older, right? So they can feed themselves. They can wipe their own mocos. But I learn I have learned this even more now in this season of my life that my dishes if they're dirty it doesn't mean I'm unworthy it doesn't mean I'm a cochina right <laughs> or I'm lazy it doesn't mean any of that it means that my priority is running my business and my dishes can get washed later so what are your priorities 
Let me tell you what has to be one of them, if I have your permission to do that. You have to be one of your priorities. You have to be, if not the number one, because maybe you got a little baby, right? That has to be your number one priority. But you have to be one of the most important priorities. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, how are you going to take care of everyone else? Like, it's no lie that as Latinas, we have, you know, this uh, instinct, I guess, if I could say it that way, to love as hard as we do, to want to see our family good, to want to see our kids be okay. How do you do all that when you're not a priority on your list? And I share this with you because I love you. And I want you to know how important you really are. And I don't want you to believe a lie that you have to be self-sufficient. And that's what makes you worthy because that's not true. You know, a lot of times we believe a lie that we have to be self-sufficient because, you know, not just because that's our where our worth lies or that's when we're valued, right? It's the wanting to fix things. It's the wanting to control things. And now let me just say, when I say wanting to control things, I don't mean like in a in like a mean way. I mean wanting to feel like everything's okay so you control things because that's how you feel safe. That's how you feel like I got this. But you don't have to always got this. You don't have to always fix this. And as a mother, one of the most important things I'm learning is that I don't have to fix my children, right? Because sometimes we believe this lie that if something's wrong with my children, it's because of me. If something's wrong with my kids, it's because I wasn't a good mother. I'm not good enough to be a mom. I'm not doing a good job. They're a reflection of me. If you say those things and you believe those things, let me challenge those thoughts. Because, yes, to some extent, our children, they are a reflection of who we are, right? We've we've raised them. Um, we've instilled certain things inside of them maybe morally, maybe when it comes to faith, right? Work ethic, all of that, right? Financial stuff, things that are important. You do it all without breaking a sweat. Like being a boss exec to Tuesday tennis to homework. Why do the kids have so much homework? Family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. And you do it all in style. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' orchestra recitals, not to mention your side hustle. That's why we created the fully reimagined Infiniti QX60. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof, ample cargo space, and available massaging front seats to bring the ease of luxury to your everyday. Introducing the all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to help you take on life and all the chaos it may come with, in style. Learn more at infinityusa.com. 
Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. But we also have to separate the fact and understand that our children are learning to be their own individuals. So when they're a hot mess, it's not always because it's a reflection of the type of mother you are. When they're a hot mess, when they're doing crazy stuff, it's not always because you were the problem as a mother. And here's what happens. We start remembering things that we said wrong, or maybe we hurt their feelings because of something we said, or we did, or we couldn't be there for something or whatever it is. And now all of a sudden you're the problem. That's a lie. Because what they choose to do is not a reflection of who you are. They're their own people. Think about when you made mistakes. Think about when you were a hot mess back in the day growing up. Guys, I remember I was out of control, okay? When I was a teenager, I was rebellious, out of control. And I remember my dad said to me, Mija, aunque seas una loca, siempre te voy a querer. And that was a lot for him to say. He found out I was doing something I shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> if you want to know what it was, hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> but um, th- that was a lot for him to say because, you know, he was very like macho kind of guy, right? <laughs> um, he didn't really share his feelings. So, you know, that was a lot for him to say. And so... Think about that. What what did you do that was so jacked up and, you know, hot mess, right? That maybe wasn't a reflection of your parents. And I know sometimes when we've grown up in abuse and dysfunction, yeah, we can say, oh, maybe if my parents had been different or because my mom was like this or my dad was like that, I was like that. And yeah, that could be true to some extent. But at some point, we have to kind of own what we've done, right? And so the same way, we have to allow our children to own what they're doing, to own their feelings. And in that way, we create healthy boundaries with our children, especially when they're getting older. So just because they're doing things right now that aren't okay, just because they're struggling right now, that is not a reflection of who you are as a mother. And it doesn't mean that you're less than, you're unworthy, you're not good enough. And you don't have to fix it. You don't have to be in control, right? There's seasons for everything that we go through. And we have to allow our children to go through their own seasons. Now, I'm not a parenting expert. I've just been through a lot of stuff, even with my own children. And so I just want you to know that if things right now, right, in in your season, in your journey of motherhood, aren't going the way that you wish that they would, Just know that it's a season. Just know that it doesn't make you less than or not good enough. And you don't have to control it. And it's very hard. Let me just say, okay, it's very hard to just allow things to be what they are. Now, obviously, it just kind of depends what you're going through, right? It all depends what the situation is with your kids. You're not going to allow them to hurt themselves or hurt others, right? So it just depends what's going on. But if they are going through stuff, just know that it is not a reflection of who you are as a mother. 
And again, it depends, right? Everybody's situation is different. The other thing I want to ask you is if when things are not going okay in your marriage or your relationship, if you start to feel like because something isn't going right right now, because this happened, I'm just not good enough. There's seasons for everything, right? There's seasons in marriage. And marriage and relationships are not easy. It is so not easy, right? So I just want to encourage you today that you don't always have to fix things. Because what ends up happening when we're constantly trying to fix things, we're sometimes neglecting ourselves. While you're trying to fix everything around you, while you're trying to make sure that everything's good, sometimes we make the mistake of neglecting who we are. So I just want you to know, you don't have to be self-sufficient. You don't have to be the the superwoman, right? You don't have to rescue everything and make it better. At some point, we just have to accept what is allow things to play out, and know that we don't have to be in control. And I want to encourage you to really take a look at when things are happening in your life, how do you feel? How do you feel when, you know, maybe you got into a big argument with your significant other? How do you feel when Something's happening with your son or daughter or someone else. Maybe you're taking care of a younger sibling or a niece or cousin. Something's happening and you can't fix it. How do you feel? Do you question your worth? Do you question if you're good enough? Do you feel like anxious because you can't fix it? Because the truth is, you can't fix it. The truth is, you can't be in control. Because as much as we want to plan things, and we want things to be a certain way, and it would be great if this happened, right? As much as we say those things, we're really not in control, are we? We can feel on top of the world sometimes. But as you know, life throws curveballs at you. And it's how you handle the curveballs that actually matters. And when on the outside looking in, everything's good and you're trying to show, show, I can't talk today, sorry. You're trying to show that everything's good. What happens the minute that everything's not? What happens the minute that, man, something's really going on and maybe you're trying to ignore it or distract yourself from it or trying too much to try to make it better? You put yourself at risk of falling apart. And what I mean by that is that you're a human. You're You are a human being with feelings. And as hardcore as we try to be with the 
mentality that I got this. Sometimes we don't got this. And that's why it's so important to have at least one person in your corner that you can say to, I don't got this. And that's okay. It's okay if things aren't okay. And that's sometimes what happens. We try so hard to be in control. We try so hard to be self-sufficient. And we end up hurting ourselves sometimes. We end up neglecting ourselves sometimes. Or we don't make ourselves a priority. And you know what? It's not selfish to make yourself a priority. Sometimes we believe that. Oh, but my kids, my man, my this, my that, right? My parents, my siblings. And I'm not saying, like, don't take care of the people that you love, the people that love you. I'm just saying that it's not wrong for you to make yourself a priority because you're important. You matter. Are you listening? You matter. Yes, you. The woman driving, the woman walking, the woman walking her dog, hiking, the woman at the coffee shop, the woman washing clothes, listening right now, the woman who just dropped off her kids at school, the woman on her way to work, the woman working from home. You matter. There's so much more for your life beyond what you're doing, beyond whose mother you are, beyond whose wife or girlfriend you are, whose daughter you are, whose employee you are, what business you run, beyond it all, there is so much more for you. And you matter. You are important. You are worthy. God created you for so much more. There's a bigger purpose for your life. and. The bad things, the hard things, they don't make you less worthy than what you are. You are worthy just because you are. And I want you to know that. Listen, I know what it's like to try to act like you got it all together and you don't want to tell people what's really going on. You have walls built up. The more you do that, the more you try to fix things and the more you try to stay in control and the more you try to have your walls built up so no one really sees what's going on behind the scenes of your life, the more you do that, the more you're going to struggle, the more lonely you're going to feel. I'm not saying this to project it onto you. I'm just saying this so you know that it's okay to tell somebody, I am not okay. I can't fix what's happening. I'm struggling. See, we've learned to be strong, which is great. It's amazing. It's amazing what one strong mujer can do, right? To accomplish her goals. It's so amazing. So we've learned to be strong. But we've also learned, a lot of us learned, don't tell people your business. You're weak if you show your feelings. Don't cry in front of people. Don't tell them that you're struggling. They're going to judge you. Act like you got it all together. That's why I don't like fake it till you make it. I talked about that in the last season. Fake it till you make it. That bothers me. 
And however you feel about it, you don't have to agree with me. That's fine. I still love you. It just drives me crazy. Why would you want to fake something? Why would you want to show up and fake that you got this? When we feel like we don't got this, it's because there's fear. When we feel that we don't got this, it's because we feel inadequate. When we feel that we don't got this, we don't challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone. So how do you really get to the root of why you're even trying to fake it till you make it when you show up to fake it? Come on, guys. Be authentic. Everybody's not going to hurt you. You know, that's part of why sometimes we become self-sufficient too. Out of protecting ourselves, we don't want people to hurt us. We don't want people to hurt us because we've been hurt. We've been betrayed. And so we just act like we got it all together. But you need people. Let me just say that you need people in your life. You never know who's going to help you. But a lot of times we're also self-sufficient because we're prideful. Now, that's a whole other topic, right? (laughs) Someone's going to get mad at me. (laughs) I'm serious. Look. I was raised by a man. Let me tell you, I was a very prideful woman. Okay? So prideful. But pride will eat you up. And that's another episode. But listen, amiga, I love you, okay? No matter what's happening in your life right now, it doesn't make you less than. It doesn't make you less worthy, less valuable. You're worthy because you are. And I just want you to know that you don't have to be self-sufficient. You know, sometimes the self-sufficiency also comes because we lack healthy boundaries. We don't know how to have boundaries in place. Like, we don't want to speak up. Sometimes, have you ever struggled with saying what you got to say? Right? Like they say, say what you mean and mean what you say. Have you ever struggled with just telling people, well, I can't do that right now? Like, maybe you say yes, yes, yes all the time. And then you're like, dang, why did I say yes? I got all this stuff on my plate. So a lot of times that self-sufficiency comes because you're not understanding. You don't have clarity of what your boundaries should be in that season of your life. Or if you grew up with no boundaries like I did, suddenly when you try to have them, people think that you're mean. So that's important to have in your life is healthy boundaries. So then you don't feel like you got to have it all together. You got to be in control. You got to be self-sufficient. You have your boundaries in place and you don't feel guilty because you understand and other people understand like, these are my boundaries. This is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm not willing to compromise. So listen, Mujer, I love you. Okay. I say it all the time and I mean it. I truly do. And this season's all about how to step into your authority because you've been created for more. And just know that even if you're struggling with being self-sufficient, being in control, once you come to become aware, right, understand that you are, now you can begin saying, all right, how do I really begin to stop trying to fix things? What kind of strategies can I have in place in my life? A lot of times people think of strategy in business, right? But there's strategies for our life. And those strategies are going to help us get to where we're going. They're going to help us be a 
our future self, right? The best version of, of who we are, of who God created us to be. So guess what? It is okay if that's you, if that's where you are, um, if you need to find those boundaries, strategies. So just know that it's okay if you're in that season where you're realizing, yeah, guess what? <laughs> I think I don't have boundaries or I'm just, I'm just tired of trying to fix everything. I'm tired of not making myself a priority. And I just want you to know that you are not less than, right? You are not not good enough just because there's things happening in your life, maybe with your kids or whatever it may be. And also know that, girl, I'm here for you, okay? If you'd love to dive into your inner, inner healing, if you would love to really begin to implement some healthy boundaries so that you can reach your goals, if you're ready to focus on that, I am here. I have one 60% off scholarship left. And if you want it, it's yours. Hit me up on Instagram. Go to fearlessmohead.com forward slash contact. Just let me know that you want it. I'm happy to do that for you, to offer that to you. And know I'm here. I'd love to know what you thought about this episode. Again, I'm on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. Send me a DM and I'd love to chat with you. And hey, you have a great week. God bless. Hey girl, wasn't that episode so empowering and inspiring? Hey, do me a favor, share this episode with the women in your life because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. You can share this episode with your amigas by texting them the link, posting it on social, and you can also tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'll make sure to give you a shout out. And hey, if you haven't left a review for the Fearless Mohead podcast and you have Apple, go ahead and leave me a review. Let me know that you're loving this podcast. All right, girl. God bless.